As dads, some days we feel like we have all the answers, and some days we feel like we don't have a clue. If that describes you, you're at the right place. This is the All Pro Dad Podcast. Pro Dad Podcast, where each episode we dive into just one question. We talk about what we've gotten right. We talk about what we've gotten wrong. And we explore what the experts say and leave you, the listener, with one small but powerful pro move. And I'm Ted Lowe, and I'm joined today by two other dads, Bobby Lewis and Jonathan Mankey. And between the three of us, we have kids at all ages and stages. Yes, if this guy looks tired, because <laughs> he's got a baby that's like five minutes old over here. <laughs> yes, John. How you doing? Because I saw you this morning in the lobby of the hotel, and I and thought you, you probably got your first night of sleep in a long. Well, you saw me go right to the coffee. So, yes, uh, <laughs> I love when I travel because that is a full night's sleep. Yeah, uh, my wife maybe not so much at home. So you guys are up and down right now. You're doing the up and down. Yeah. Do you feel like I'm never going to sleep again? I don't know. I'm just I'm used to interrupted sleep. So between four and one and a half, and now six weeks, someone's crying. Someone's. <laughs> Want to be held. Yeah. I love it. So if your answers don't make sense, that's okay. We're, we're with <laughs> yeah, you. We've, yeah. we, we, He's trying his best. We've all, all been there. Hey, each week we ask one question. Uh, one question because we feel like that's all we can handle. So, Bobby, what is our question of the episode? Question of the day is, what are some good habits dads need to start? And I know we can probably all think of some bad habits that we have, but we're talking about good habits today, things that would really get us to be better dads. We, as we get into that, uh, we're going to tackle all the best things that we should be doing. But I do want to ask you a couple of quick questions because uh, the trusted source that is the Internet uh, came up with a couple of things that all dads typically tend to do, uh, maybe more than moms, maybe more than others. Uh, but I want to know, just simple yes or no between the two of you guys. Do you, yes or no, turn off the lights every night? Yes. Yes. Not your wife? You guys do it yourself? Yes. Okay. All right. Yes or no? Sleep deeper than a bear in hibernation. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm way too square. Not a deep that. sleeper. No. All right. Uh, do you remind people to change the oil in their car? I just do it. You just do it? Yeah. No? Yes. You, you do that? You remind yes. people? Okay. You get your kid's like, hey, you, you need to. Yeah, you I do it all the time. The, yep. the car reminds my wife, and that doesn't work. So. Uh, okay. Well, how about this one? Yes or no? Do you stare at extremely uneventful things? Oh, yeah. Yes, for sure. Like what? What, what are some things you guys just find fascinating? Uh, the new neighborhood going up behind us. It's like heavy machinery out there all the yeah, time. Big trucks. Dirt moving is, for some reason, <laughs> enjoyable. Yes. They're widening the road close to our house. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. I love that. To me. Yeah. Yeah. It's but, like you're three years old. You're like, hey, we're moving the truck through the dirt again. You know, yeah. it's just, they're bigger. Yeah. <laughs> me and my four-year-old just out there, jaw dropped in awe of a dump truck. Hey, that's ha beautiful. <laughs> How about this uh, habit? Uh, do you guys give the most long-winded answers possible? To the kids? To the kids, yeah. Explaining things? No, I got a short window. Yeah. Their short attention window? span's pretty small right now, so I, I go short and What sweet. if it's like directions? Like someone says, how do I get to the YMCA or whatever? Do you guys give long directions? Nope. Google. Just Google. <laughs> just Google, because I'm terrible with directions. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just ask the phone. All right, last one. Do you guys comment on gas prices in other states? In other oh, cities? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or I'm what good. gas was a couple years ago? Yeah. I remember when gas was a dollar, yeah. right? Yeah. No. I, I'm the worst. I no. just put it in there. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what that's about because I'm thinking I have no control over that situation. Yeah. So there's some some habits that dads have, um, but we're talking today about good habits that we should start. Ones that maybe we're not used to doing, but ones that we put, could kind of put into our rotation that would make us better husbands, better dads, better friends. So when you guys hear that, when you hear, hey, here's some habits 
that dads need to start? What's your initial reaction to that? Does it make you feel guilty or does it make you feel like, hey, let's do this? Oh, I want to take the hill. I'm great at starting a habit. Sticking to the <laughs> habit is is another story. Yeah. But I, I, I get inspired. Let's take the hill. Let's start 17 new habits tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and I'm like, uh, maybe 12. Yeah. And a week later, maybe five. So you you're, you're, hot. you're yeah. a New Year's resolution guy then? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. I don't do them because I know it's just, it's a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to make it. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Like I think, hey, let's let's do this. And I think about people listening right now. Uh, are they who push play on this? Are they like, the, oh man, I need to do this, guys? And on the other end of the spectrum is like, hey, I'm about to crush this. So yep. wherever the listener is right now, uh, because sometimes starting a new habit, sometimes it's you go, oh, that was easier than I thought it was going to be. And then sometimes sometimes starting it is is terrible, yeah. or it's really really. It's really, really difficult. Uh, but today we're just going to talk about five habits that we feel like that if if dads, all of us dads, would uh, incorporate these things into our life, that it could really matter. That would not only change us personally, it would also help us be better dads. Yeah. And dads, as you're listening and all of us sitting here today, like, don't feel overwhelmed by these because we're going to really do what we do every time. And that's push you to just do one simple but powerful pro move. So as we go through these, don't feel don't feel overwhelmed, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to get to pick one. Especially if this is something that you've tried in the past and it didn't work out, well, let's maybe uh, think about one or two of these things we can try again, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Reestablish. So the first one is reading. Mm, when I saw okay. that, I was like, okay, all right, read. So what do you guys think about that? Because it's great to read to our kids. It is a good habit. Yeah. It is yeah. a good habit. Why is it a good habit? Like, why would why in the world would dads need to read? Jonathan, I think about you right now going, hey, you should read. And your kids are how old? <laughs> Oldest is four. Youngest is six weeks. Yeah. So I think people are listening. You have lots of time to read. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, mm, so I think the reality. Three books a week, man. For some of you, probably for you going, okay, you may enjoy it, make time for it. But I think a lot of people at the stage you're in is going, mm, I'm ready for habit number two. Yeah. I I. I think reading for me comes in short spurts. And so, uh, and reading in a few different ways. I think one is reading for me to grow, but two is reading for my kids to see dad read. Mm. I want my kids to see me with my book or see me with the Bible so they can see that habit. Um, now that's probably the least quality time of right. reading, um, but I'm not necessarily doing that as a for me, but it's for the family. Yeah. And then obviously reading with the kids. I mean, they love that. that that's they? gold every night. We yeah. can't, they can't get enough the of the bedtime books. stories. Yeah. One Bedtime more, stories, one more, yeah. one more. That, that's uh, the echo in our house is one more book. And like, we just read 68 books. You need to go to sleep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we can't read anymore. Yeah. And why do you guys think we grow out of loving books? Like what happens? Because kids, when they're little, it is a thing. One yeah. more story. And then I love that. Like, why, why don't we grow out of that fascination with reading? I don't think we grow out of it. I think we get too busy. Mm -hmm. I think because books take time. You have to sit and you have to be you know, intentional with the 30, 40, however many minutes you're going to sit down and actually read. And I think also, depending on the stage of life, like right now you get a six week old, how many 30 minute uninterrupted periods mm. of your day do you have? Probably not that many. Got a diaper to change or someone's crying or we need a bottle or whatever. Like that sort of stuff happens. And even as your kids get older and older throughout life, it's, oh, hey, dad, I got a question with my math homework or, hey, uh, I got to go mow the lawn now. You got to do all these things that you're like, mm, you know what, maybe I'll just read tomorrow and then tomorrow becomes the next day and the yeah. next day and the next day. And I think it's just because we kind of get busy. And so this point of a good habit to start reading, that probably means that we need to reevaluate our calendar a little bit. Right. Yeah. It's an intimidating one to start too, because 
getting into a book takes a little bit, whereas getting into an, an Instagram reel mm-hmm. takes three seconds. Yeah, 30 seconds. seconds, yeah. Well, and I think there's a challenge right now. Uh, and one of the challenges, it's like a 75-day challenge. I think, I forget what the name of it is. But basically, one of the things it said, just read 10 mm. pages of something healthy for you today. Just yes. 10 pages. I th- so I think for all of us listening, then, whoa, that feels intimidating. Or I've got little bitty kids to go, okay, we've all got 10 minutes to read, hopefully. Yeah. We'll make that time. Yeah. But just something that's um, that's good for us, helps us be better dads. Michael Hyatt says it this way. It says, reading makes us better thinkers, improves our people skills, and helps us master communication. Yeah. The reader is the leader. The reader. Jonathan, you are already even sleep deprived (laughs) crushing it. All right. The next one is playing. You know, husbands and fathers often work really hard for the sake of our families, but sometimes playing can go to the side. You know, we actually did a whole episode about playing with our kids mm-hmm. and how we can do that in easy, yeah. uh, easy and fun ways. Uh, the research is pretty clear that playing uh, with our kids helps build memories and bonds for a lifetime. It also enhances their brain development, mm-hmm. uh, and I would say ours too, and imagination. No matter their age, uh, we need to find moments uh, to do that. What are the playing habits that you have with your kids? And then what do you think the payoffs with those would mm-hmm. be? Jonathan, what about you? Uh, I think habit for us is is that five to eight time at home is is a is a big focus, and we're trying not to add anything into our world at that point. I know there's going to be a season where sports take over and right. life takes over, but right now when they're young and all they want to do is play cars or go mm-hmm. p- swing on the swing set or go ride their bike and and be with dad. And it's like okay, whatever we got to do to be there. Mm-hmm. One of us handle cooking, one of us be with the kids. Swap after dinner, one of us handle. Cleaning, one of us be with the kids. And so trying to be intentional and break it up that so, way and leave the phone on the charger for the evening. Mm-hmm. So what spurred that conversation for you and your wife to say, hey, we need to get intentional about this? I think we both felt so overwhelmed mm-hmm. trying to cook together, come home mm-hmm. from work, and both the kids just like, oh, we, dad, come play with me. Dad, come push me. Come be with me. Grab me. Hold me. And mm-hmm. it's like we're both stressed out about trying to do it all at once. It's right. like. You just handle cooking and be less stressed. I'll be with the kids, be less stressed. That's and good. And then we'll switch. So, yeah. and I think that speaks to every time we have the podcast, intentional conversations and intentionality. Because mm-hmm. in the middle of things, like I know for married couples, and I've been working with married couples for a really long time, they only talk about frustrating things in the middle of frustrating <laughs> things. Frustrated. And that's the worst time, right? Yeah. Your body and your brain set up to lose. Yeah. And so- to have those conversations about, hey, you know, how could we play more with our kids? How Because we want to serve our wives too, right? You're going, hey, I don't, you've been with them all day or, you know, maybe she's been at work and they come home. And so just those conversations of here's how this is supposed to go and you're not second guessing and she's not mm-hmm. second guessing. Uh, what do you think the payoffs for playing with your kids are? For you guys to go, hey, we're both exhausted. What's the payoffs? Oh, I think the the bonding, I think the exposure to more athletic ability, more creativity. Um, now, his imagination is wild, but I, I got to keep pushing that forward and helping him grow in it. And so I think even when we play, I don't want to correct his creativity. I want to mm. I want to ignite it with more opportunity because, mm. you know, Batman can fly over here and then this car can swim in the water and the dinosaurs are back to life. That's great. Kids are brilliant, yeah. aren't they? I think the main thing uh, that kids take away when when we as dads establish this habit of playing with them is that they know just 
by virtue of you spending time with them, that they matter to you. Yeah. Um, because you could be reading, you could be running outside, you could be working in the garage, you'd be doing all these different mm. things, but you chose to play. Mm. And mm. so I think that plants a little seed in your son or daughter's mind that, oh yeah, my dad always wanted to play shoots and ladders with me. He always wanted to play hangman with me. He always wanted to shoot hoops in the driveway. Whatever the game is, it doesn't matter. Like he wanted to spend time with me. And so playing with them reminds them that I care about you and that mm. you're important to me. And yeah. I think that's the most important part of this habit. Right. So good. We had a, a friend say to us, and their kids were a little bit older than ours. Uh, and they said, when you're playing with your kids, try really hard to connect and not correct. Because we're just yeah. constantly having to correct our kids, especially yeah. when they're little, because they'll go from totally fine to losing their minds. Yep. And so, and just making sideways decisions. So when we're playing, and I think it's kind of fun to let them kind of be in charge as much as possible. I used to try to figure out what do they want to do? What do they want to do? And just allow them to, because they walk so much slower than us or their pace and they don't have this sense of time. Yeah. I do remember coming in and telling my wife, I don't think I could ever throw the football with them enough. Like, I don't think that yeah. boys would ever look at me when they're little and go, oh, I've had enough. <laughs> uh, so I think there's just, there's this time to connect. Uh, I think it helps us just to be present uh, with them. You know, one thing to speak is kids get a little bit older we've got to change and flow with what's play for them. I do want to point this out because I hope you're enjoying the all pro dad podcast, but we also have an iMom podcast. And one of the episodes that the iMom ladies did a couple of weeks ago, uh, Abby Watts, who's one of our writers told a great story about doing a yes day with her kids. Mm. And if you're not familiar with what a yes day is, it's based on a Netflix movie. And it's basically just, there are no rules. The kids get to pick whatever you do and you have to say yes as a parent within reason, nothing against the law, nothing that's going <laughs> to cause danger <laughs> or broken bones. But the takeaway that she had after doing the yes day was my kids got to see that I can be fun mm. like I'm I can be a fun mom too and mm. I was like man when she said that I thought man I want my kids to think dad's a fun dad like he's not right. just a hey you're in trouble and you got to shape up or whatever like remember that dad likes to have fun and likes to have fun with you that's good I thought that was a really cool part of that podcast that's good okay here's the next one and this is this is this fun one to throw out and that is uh exercising Exercising. So I think this is one that no one goes, oh, I've never thought of that before. Is that supposed to be, is that like, uh, you know, I've never thought about cigarettes not being healthy for my lungs. I mean, like this is yeah. one of those yeah. things like with exercising, we know uh, that, it's, that it's good for us. We know that it gives us more energy. Again, what's the gap there, Juana, Jonathan, for you? Like is exercise a big part of your life even though your kids are, are little? Yeah, I think uh, – one of the habits that I'm working on right now is when to work out. Mm. And so that, I think that kind of constantly gets a curveball thrown mm. into it. Yeah. Um, but very disciplined, at least four days a week. Mm. And sometimes that looks different. Sometimes it's throwing two of the kids in the stroller and, mm. and going on a quick jog uh, yeah. and just strapping them in. <laughs> so right, they're stuck yeah. in there. Uh, sometimes it's going in the garage during nap time on a Saturday. Uh, yep. You know, wife and the kids are all napping on couches and I'm in the garage getting a quick weight, weight session in. Yeah, that's great. Um, but so important, I think there's been seasons where I stopped doing it and yeah. I felt the effects of it. And, and I lied to myself saying, I don't have time to work out because mm. I need to be there with the kids as much as I can. It's yeah. like I'm a better version of me when I'm when I'm exercising, when I'm just like it just it just releases that stress, mm -hmm. kind of cools you down a little bit. Obviously, there's the health benefits that so you're feeling better when you're running around or playing on the floor. Right. All that stuff comes into effect. Yeah. But I, I think it's one of those things where 
it hurts to do it now, but it's great for the rest of the day. Yeah. And for me, you know, exercising is not something that I do enough of. Uh, and I think it's because in my brain, I'm still 22 and really fast and strong, <laughs> but like, ah, oh, you're probably not as fast and strong as you think you are. Um, but for me, this is a really good thing to develop as a habit because I really love my kids and I really love my wife and I want to be around a long time to see them right. and be with them. And yeah. the worse your health is, the usually less you know time you have with them. Um, I want to live as long as possible so I can spend as much time with them, hug grandkids, do all that stuff someday. And so exercising, making it a habit now is future Bobby's benefit. That's so true. To that point, uh, John Acuff, I listen to his podcast, great podcast, by the way, but he says that one of his goals is to be a healthy, active grandfather. Mm. Yeah. And so he's younger now, he's got uh, younger kids now, he's like, and so that starts like, right? And so that starts right now. Yeah. Um, you know, even though I don't look like it, exercise is a huge part of my life. Uh, and for me, it is, a lot of it is anxiety management. Mm. I, it's almost impossible for me to go uh, for a run and not feel I'm going to feel less anxious. I, sure. That's a yeah. guarantee. I'm going to feel less anxious. Uh, it's just depending on how bad the anxiety is before I start. But I think a less anxious dad and a healthier dad, you know, it's all the things. We have more energy uh, to play. We talked about mm -hmm. playing. You can't play if you don't feel good. Yeah. And so it's just one of those things. And I think for everybody, it's what works for you. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to work for everybody else. Like you said, you know, this stage, hey, I'm going to put them in the stroller and I'm going to run. Hopefully I'm not going to trip over anything, but that, <laughs> that's that's the goal. All right. Our next one uh, is praying. And and we we know not every listener uh, would consider themselves a person of faith. We're all Christians. Sure. And so uh, we will we would. Uh, but I think every parent, every dad at some point goes, please, God, help me. Why do you guys think um, praying is it's good for being a dad. Like, how is that even a practical thing? Because that seems real ethereal, right? Like, I'm going to pray uh, to God. How does that make us better dads? I think to me, the the release of what's in my heart, mm. um, knowing that it's going to come out so unfiltered mm. and, and probably so ugly, it's a play. It's a safe space, right? Mm. The words aren't going to be used against me. And I'm, I think of it like mm. talking to my dad. I'm I'm just releasing what's in my heart, mm, and good. and maybe he's just giving me a hug. Sometimes my dad doesn't try to fix it, right? He just mm. gives me a hug. Same thing with with my kids is like allowing them to just like share what what are they thinking about? Like I think nighttime here in my four year old right now pray is because it's the most random assortment of things that he prays <laughs> for. It's like yeah. thank you for mommy and daddy, uh, thank you for my teacher. Uh, let us go to the pool tomorrow. And it's like, wait, now this is a wish list. Let me get yeah. that toy. And it's mm. just what it's what's in this heart. And I think that's mm. what's so pure about it. And I think that's that's what praying is, is like just what's in you. It doesn't have to be something fancy. And you know, we we try to do some prayers from scripture. Um, mm. just so my son's learning them and I think they, they equip him to to kind of give him some things to pray about. Mm. But it's what's in your heart. And what a great way for you to describe prayer to your kid, right? To say, Hey, sometimes, you know, you just need a hug. Yeah. You know, it's just like talking to me. So what a good, that's a beautiful example. Like I, every time on this podcast, I'm going, oh, that's great. I've always <laughs> learned so much stuff. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Bobby, what about you? I think in our lives, we grip things so tightly. Hmm. We hold on to our money really tightly. We hold on to our relationships really tightly, our jobs, our identity. We, we hold on to things so tightly and prayer just helps us to like release hmm. a little bit and not hold on to things so tightly and recognize that we don't have nearly as much control over as much of 
we would like that we have mm-hmm. control over. Um, and so I think getting into the habit of praying is getting into a habit of thinking a little less of yourself and mm-hmm. thinking a little more about things that actually are going to last longer than you. Um, and that's that's why I think prayer is important. And it also, I think, is very important to model that for my kids. You know, I want my kids to notice that, oh, dad prioritizes prayer. Yeah. Maybe I wonder why. I'm not going to, mm-hmm. like, force them to say, hey, you have to pray right now, this very minute, just like I'm praying right now, this very minute. But I want them to say, oh, uh, dad was having a really difficult time, and he went to prayer for a solution. Maybe I should consider why he's doing that. Yeah. And then when they're older and they think through like, hmm, maybe I'm having a tough time today. Why did dad do that? And mm-hmm. then we have a really good conversation. Uh, I think that's really the benefit of, of establishing a rhythm of prayer. I love that. So kind of explaining to our kids what it is. And then, mm-hmm. you know, for me, I think it helps me to re- refocus in the mornings. Like I, I can shoot out of the bed like a rocket ready to go. And yeah. I've got my list of all the things I need to get done. And so for me, it's like, okay, who's the boss here? Mm-hmm. Like, who's in control here? I had a mentor say to me, he goes, Ted, always remember that you're just a manager of something. You're not an owner of something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm going to be a good steward, but I don't own it. And so that always resets that gear. Like, who's responsible for all this? Like, who's really in control? So for me, it's like, okay, it's a reset to help me uh, with stress from the day, which makes me, I think, a, a better dad. For sure. All right. It's our last one. This is our last one. Okay. Um, engaging. Like, how do we continue to engage, you know, with our kids in such a distracted world? Yeah. Yeah, I'd learned a new term uh, by reading uh, one of our articles of Family First. It was called fubbing. You guys know what this is? No. No? Okay. I didn't either. And I thought it was just, hey, you're old and you don't know the cool terms anymore. <laughs> Which might still be true. Um, But when I read this, I was like, what is fubbing? And apparently it is snubbing with your phone. So you're like, you're holding your phone and you're like looking down at your phone the Mm. whole time and everyone just sees the top of your head and you're kind of snubbing them through conversation because your phone is getting Mm. all your attention. So phone snubbing, fubbing makes a new word. Mm. Um, And I thought, hmm, that is, it's such, so easy to do, you know, especially as a dad, you know, if I'm working all day long and I don't have time to, you know, respond to a text or whatever I'm doing. It's easy to do it when you get home. But the people that are around me when I'm at home, I don't want them to think that I care more about this phone than others. And so I'm not engaging them when I'm fubbing uh, or looking down. And that's just one example of ways we disengage from kids. There's so many ways we do it and it's a really bad habit. So reminding yourself to engage Mm. is an incredible habit to establish. Right. I know Chick-fil-A that's close to our house, they have boxes that if you... When you sit down at the table, you put your phone in the box. And if everybody keeps their phone in the box, the entire meal, they'll give you an ice cream. Nice. And I thought, wow, that's really nice and awesome and a little bit sad. Don't uh, have to do and, that. And it just is what it is. I mean, we could we could get, go off on the evils of culture and all the technology things. But, I, you know, Jonathan, it's back to intentionality, right? Yep. What about you? I mean, for us, it's just shutting off the TV. So, I mean, that that sometimes can turn into, you know, a tentr- mm. uh, temper tantrum. Um, yeah. But for the most part, flip off the TV. If it's dinner, that's when we're talking. Um, you know, how, how was your day? Mm. What did you do? All those kind of conversations. And then when we go to play, it's like phone's not with me. Yeah. Because mm. I know I know I know I'll get an email. I know I'll get a yeah. text message like and I, I, mm. I can't help myself but to look. Yeah. I'll right. just read what it says. And it's like, well, let me just respond real quickly. And that happens, you know, 10, 20, 30 times in the evening. You're mm. like, well, I just spent another 45 minutes on my phone 
mm. spanned across the three hours and doing yep. the, the what you call it, fubbing? Fubbing. Fubbing. Yeah. Uh, now, now I'm fubbing, doing fubbing my right. kids. Well, and sociologists <laughs> <laughs> sociologists call that hidden work that we're actually working uh, anywhere from 45 minutes to two more hours a day yeah. when we go home and we look at emails and different things. And you used to, you know, when you went home, you went home. I mean, I even remember that uh, time when our kids were, were tiny, you know, I would throw my my phone in the car. That was kind of my rule. And we would teach that from up front. I'm just yeah. going to throw my phone in the car. And now I'm like, mm, I, I'm not that good. But I do think that there's um, some things that we can do. One of the things that we heard early on uh, from a friend is don't be on the phone when you're in the car with your kids, mm -hmm. because that's going to be golden time, especially with boys who have more uh, of a difficulty with eye contact. Uh, research shows it actually makes them fidgety. It makes guys fidgety. When you say, look at me, hmm. wives get so frustrated with that. Uh, just look at me. But for guys, they actually connect better when they're looking forward or they're doing something. Yeah. So I think putting that away, uh, it's it's so, so helpful to stay engaged. And for a dad who's out there and you're thinking, I don't even know how to engage my kids. My, my kids, they have their own cell phone. They've got their own friends. They're gone all the time. They're doing after school basketball or whatever. Like, I don't even know how to engage them. How do I get engaged? Um, I think the best way to do it is to just start with one question. Like, not just a, a boring one, but like, oh, how was your day? Like, that that's a good question, but like, it's not going to really, you know, right. bring much out. If you say, what's the most exciting thing that happened to you this week? Mm. The kid's going to have to think or your wife or whoever you're talking to is going to have to think. Right. And then all of a sudden you have sparked this conversation. You've jumped off. You're in the right. deep end. And you're like, man, now let's see where this goes. And so you can engage simply by just asking one or two questions mm -hmm. and just see where it takes you. You yeah. know, one of the ones we've used for years and we still use it actually with our kids is at dinner. They know no, no phones. And they want dinner to be over quickly sometimes. So they can give it. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that we've always asked is everybody goes around and gives their high low. Like, mm -hmm. what was your high and your low? Yeah. And you get so much information without them realizing what you just did. So, and so they'll give That's high and low. Mom and dad will give high low. We got into a really negative space at one point. So we would do high, low, high because mm -hmm. it was just yeah. the lows. You know, teenagers are like, everything's low. Everything, so yeah. it just brought things back. So we try to give a bottom line each time. And I think the one for today is better habits lead to being better dads. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Uh, and so each episode, and we're going to do this every time, we want to give those of you who are listening and ourselves a simple but powerful what we're calling pro move. This is something that you can do that's going to matter. So this is a pro move. Bobby, what is our pro move of the week? Well, we talked about five different things. We'll read it one more time. We got reading, playing, exercising, praying and engaging. Those are five good habits to start. You could try to be Superman and do all five, but you probably fail. So start small. Pick one of those five things this week and really intentionally try to establish a habit. Reading, playing, exercising, praying, engaging. Pick one and go for it and start becoming a little bit better dad this week. And with that, we want to say thank you for listening. We know that you and your kids are going to be glad you did. Thanks for listening to the All Pro Dad podcast. All Pro Dad is the fatherhood program of the nonprofit Family First. Along with our motherhood program, iMom, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the All Pro Dad Play of the Day, by going to allprodad.com slash subscribe and get daily powerful and practical fatherhood tips in your inbox. The All Pro Dad podcast is hosted by me, Ted Lowe, produced by Bobby Lewis.